0: Good evening, my rabbi. we're continuing along here in the seventh cheshbon of the third the V'Hashvi. We began last night V'Hashvi, and this is really a great cheshbon to be learning in Elul, in our preparation for Rosh Hashanah and because this is the cheshbon of how a person has to view himself as an Eved to the King. As a servant to the Master. Hashem is the Udain Ha'ulam, Hashem is the Master of the Universe, and He provides for us, but it is incumbent upon us to recognize that we are His servants and we must carry out His will. Now that comes with some perks, as the Khavasavas will tell us right now. We up to the paragraph Ukeshiyakir And when the servant recognizes he realizes and appreciates, me'adina from his master the Simone Tavoisov. Many different signs of goodness that the master has granted this particular Evad. Things that are granted to him in excess of other creatures, seemingly, he means the animal kingdom over here, that by the human being. The Eved, the person who is called the Evid of Hashem, has been granted in his nefesh, in his soul, in his body, in all his movements. And he recognizes, first of all, the superiority that he has over other creatures. And the fact that the Master is always watching him clearly and closely, of, that's why I say this is a very good cheshben, particularly this paragraph in leading up to Rosh Hashanah. And we have to always recognize that Hashem knows everything that we do. Everything that we do out in the open, everything that we do in private, in hidden, in hiding, everything that we do externally and people could see, and everything that we think in our minds. Hashem knows it all. Hashem sees right through us. And really, we see from this that Hashem who created us and Hashem instilled the living breath into us. Hashem gave us an eshamah. Hashem allows us to live and breathe and move. So certainly, if He's the one who enables us to do that, really, at any moment... Hashem could stop everything, and we can't move. Nebuchadnezzar, we see people sometimes either something acutely happens or slowly, but they become paralyzed, they can't move. But that's usually something that just happens to a person and he remains like that. But the truth of the matter is that any time a person, let's say, would want to do something wrong, he would want to pickpocket somebody. He would want to take something off a shelf from a store and put it into his pocket. Who's giving him the ability for him to move his hand, look both ways, make sure nobody's watching, put his hand on the shelf and put it in? Who's giving him that ability? It's only Hashem. The fact is that because of this, the Tema Deviro, which is a, such a marvelous sefer written by the Ramak, Ramosh Kodaviro, who lived in Swas in the 1500s amongst the great people in Svas, the Alshich and the Arizal and Pchaim Vital and the Beis safe. So the Ramak, one of his he wrote was Tema Devira, And he describes uh, the 13 attributes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the first one is Mi Keil Komejo. Who is, has power like you, Hashem? And the Ramak explains that really we have to emulate Hashem in the midas that Hashem has. In the behavior that Hashem displays, we have to follow that. We have to try to imitate that. What is this mida of Mikkel Kamecha? So says the Tema Devaro, we can really describe Hashem as a melech elboin, a humiliated king. How could you say such a thing about Hashem Yisbarach? Hashem is really a king that just exists with humiliation all the time. And he goes on to explain that every time we do an Aveira, every time we sin against Hashem, whose breath are we using to sin against Hashem? Whose ability to move our hands, our feet, our mouth, Who's giving us the ability at the same time while we're sinning? Hashem is pumping us with life force. Hashem is giving us movement. Says the the Devar, perhaps you'll say, no, listen, Hashem set us in motion. That's it. It's an autopilot. Hashem put into the Teva Habri, into the nature of the world. This is the way things work. The person has the ability to do even against Hashem. He says, I'll show you, I'll prove to you, I'll give you a case. There's a story, an episode that we read about in Sefer Malachim, in the Novi, that the Novi Edoi, Edoi Hanovi was sent to give a prophecy to Yeruvim ben Avot. And part of the prophecy is that Yeruvim will meet his final end, and it will be in a very disgraceful way. Yeruvim, we know, Nebuch set up idols, and he didn't allow the shvatim that he was in charge of to go up to the pilgrimage in Yerushalayim to Oylerregel. He wanted him to stay here. He didn't want to go to the base because he wasn't from Malchus base David. So if he would go to the base Hamidrash, his counterpart king, the one who was the king in Yehuda, was allowed to sit in the base in the base But. Yeruvim wasn't able to do that. He didn't have that privilege. He wasn't entitled to that. So therefore, he forbade all of his subjects in his kingdom to go to the... See, he was a chayti asarabim. He sinned and he caused others to to sin. Terrible person Yeruvim was. So I'day Anavi comes to him and tells him this prophecy. And Yeruvim is enraged with anger and he stretches out his hand to tell his guards, grab that man, and as he's stretching out his hand, his hand becomes stiff and paralyzed, and he can't move it anymore. That's what the Navi describes. You look it up; it's Malachim <laughs> Aleph, Perik Yud Gimel, Pasik The Navi describes that he says, "Grab this person," and then he couldn't couldn't move his hand anymore. So you see, in an instant, at any moment, if Hashem wants. He could stop the person from moving his hand. It's only Hashem who gives us the ability. Yet Hashem sort of lives with disgrace and humiliation. That Hashem tells us in the Torah, don't steal, don't lift your hand to strike somebody else. And every time a person would do that, Hashem could just make his hand paralyzed. But Hashem doesn't do that. And Taibut Devaris says, we have to also, people who insult us, we also have to keep quiet and have the strength of character like Kavi Hashem does. So getting back to Chavos how it ties in, he says, really, Hashem knows everything about us. Hashem controls all of us. V'shoim Ra'al Koltinu of Hashem is the one who is the, the, who protects all of our movements. Really, Hashem is, has the reins on us. HaShem has full control over all of our faculties. But yet, He allows us the ability to use them freely, with free will, do what we want to do with it. Either to go with the Ratsan HaShem, to do what He wants us to do, or to go even against it. But HaShem allows us to use Freely, how we decide to use our limbs. And He grants us permission, to remove our thoughts, we can either use our thoughts for good thoughts, to do what Hashem wants us to, or the opposite. Hashem says, I grant you that ability. But a person should do, once he realizes this is the fact, He realizes, you know, of course I have the ability to go against Hashem's will. But Hashem is putting me up to a test. Hashem is the king who sees everything I'm doing. And he enables me to do everything. And he's given me the power to go do what I want. But that thought, that understanding should give us the perspective to understand we better do what Hashem wants us to do. The yaksha of a person should think all of the the tradition that we have in the Torah and the explanation we have to know what Hashem wants us to do. And what things Hashem gets angry if we don't do what He wants us to do. And if a person puts it into that perspective so So, in all aspects, in all angles of his personality, his personality, of all of his, of his physical faculties, he will do. He will then come to the conclusion to do what is going to be considered proper and accepting in the eyes of, of his master. And he will try to come closer to Hashem. He'll remove this covering of foolishness. That's really what it is. Every time we don't do what Hashem wants us to do, we sort of close our eyes. We put a blinders over. Yeah, Hashem doesn't see. Hashem doesn't care. And it's foolish. The Shabbat says, when we come to this realization, we say, remove the foolishness from our eyes instead we'll cloak ourselves with an aura of fear of Hashem being ashamed before Hashem coming to love Hashem and to desire truly what Hashem wants us to do if we do this says the Chavos then a remarkable thing happens. If we do what Hashem wants us to do, and we try our utmost, the Oz then says the Chavos of Uhu Not only the regular, standard goodness that Hashem grants everybody, because He wants us to live in this world and He wants us to be tested, and He grants us the regular goodness. We have food, we have protection, we're able to breathe—normal things, sort of that we take for granted. But if, if we use them properly, and we use them for the proper service of Hashem, then, Hashem will then shower us with great goodness. the And the great illumination, the great light, the great understanding and wisdom from Hashem. Like the Pesach says, Hashem, that you have allowed us to walk in the, countenance, and the light of your face. a famous passage in Parashas Nasai, part of Bichas Krihanim. Yor HaShem Pono Hashem will lighten your face. Eilecha V'chunek, and He will grant you grace, He will grant you chen. There's so much that we can do with chen. If we have proper chen, it opens so many doors. So this is part of HaShem's goodness that He will do for us when we do take things seriously, and serve Him properly. Now he now gets comes to a, a an, another point. But the ikarakil. The main thing about this all, even though we've been talking about using our physical faculties and our personality to do what Hashem wants us to do. But this is not just to go through the motions. The main thing is the Icarakhoil the main thing is about everything is Bashlomastanoya when we come to that that perfection to be true servants, but we have to do it with a sincere and complete and a faithful heart. And then ultimately, like the Gemara tells us, Hashem wants our heart. Hashem doesn't want us just to go through the motions, we're doing things without any real thought, without really any feeling in that we want to do it, but the, the main thing is, Hashem says, I want to see that you want to do it. Not that you schlep to do it, we have to do it anyway, but the evidence says it's such a privilege to serve the king, that's what Hashem wants from us. And he quotes the Pesach that's coming up in a few weeks, parasha, Parshas What does that mean? The Rishonim find it very difficult to translate these words. The word has the root word "omar." It says, Hashem has said this today and we have said this. What does that mean exactly? So the, the gist of what the Rishonim explain is as Hashem has that you have made Hashem special this day. In other words, you have singled out Hashem. You have put Hashem, so to say, on a pedestal You have made Hashem rise up. You have exalted Hashem. And when you do that, Hashem says, When we lift up Hashem, when we make Hashem and single him out, when we make Hashem special, then Hashem says, I'm going to make you special as well. Hashem reciprocates and says, you made me special. You singled me out. I'm going to single you out also. The it says Ulla Sitcha in Hashem will make us as a nation above everyone else. The Yamar, the roam yoretskishem nikracha, the Yorum Meka. Then all the nations will see us, then Hashem puts his name upon us, and they will fear us. They will fear you, Hashem says. How does this work? Tadimir Sashem we will see tomorrow night when we'll see how the Khavas of us describes this passing. Agutinacht.